That's why we don't leave booking wrestling to uh to, to technology. <laughs> to the technology, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or maybe TK does. Who knows? Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Just just a few matches of the week. If I was him, how could you not be tempted to book just a couple of matches a week? I mean, I mean, Purely I would all. I would only leave it to AI to have Leatherface interfering in a match as a <laughs> as a potential option. That I mean, was, you talk yeah. about you, you talk about peak WCW. That <laughs> was peak WCW right there. Oh, you was gonna say Robocop, right? Between that and Robocop. I mean, you had I Robocop. Mean, you had Kiss Demon. Hmm. You had Chucky. Uh, Chucky. Chucky. So David Arquette. There were so many. <laughs> so many. David Arquette, David Arquette only wins because he's a world heavyweight champion. I mean, you can't really top <laughs> that. And then I gotta go with my number two with Robocop. Because Sting, <laughs> Sting was outnumbered by the four horsemen, and Robocop, who took his sweet time to get to the ring to break the cage, <laughs> I gotta give it to Robocop. Yeah, this guy looks look like a madman. He was uh, what he had a chainsaw and he was just spinning around with it. I didn't get a yeah. chance to watch AEW, but I was watching the clips. I said, I didn't know Leatherface was all elite. It just blew my mind. <laughs> I said, Wow, Tony's really handing out the big bucks. Did he slice somebody? No. No, oh, okay. no, 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 no. I mean, no, he, almost, he, he almost, he almost, did. he almost got, um, yeah, Karen, 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 Karen. I think at one point, uh, yeah, because he was swinging was out like a bad and money. It was definitely Kurt Angle in there, wasn't it? Behind that mask. <laughs> well, no, you, you know, usually Kurt Angle has an axe. He he moved he moved way too fast to be Kurt Angle. There's no way Kurt Angle can lift his arms up there. There's no chance. <laughs> Some people were saying it was Jey Uso, chain event Jey Uso. No, no, no. Oh, man. Do you imagine? (laughs) Imagine if it was Jimmy. It's like, Jesus, Jimmy's doing the rounds. Wow. Taking this bloodline stuff a little too serious. <laughs> no, <right. Hey. laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so uh, predictably, a lot of time's gone and we're only two matches down. Yes. So we're, we're right on course. What, with how... One match. We're one match down. Oh, yeah, so we you... haven't even booked the main event. Shit. No. <laughs> Classic cheap pop fashion. Uh, shit. There we go. Chris Jericho, Will Ospreay. I'm a bit disappointed that it's not Kenny Omega and Osprey. Mm. But, I mean, but, Jericho grabs onto a moment, grabs onto a buzz. He knows Will Osprey's going to be the guy, and so yeah. slots right in. You know, um, I think what they're trying to do, though, because you mentioned Kenny Omega, I think they're trying to save that for um, – what's this event that they have? I'm sorry. I'm so bad with keeping up with all these wrestling events. Oh, but the one that they have at Tokyo Dome for um, uh, New Japan. Okay. Uh, the name of it. Yeah. I think that's why they they were trying to save that because I, I get what yeah. you're saying, and I'm I'm with you on that because I love Jericho. Jericho was my guy when I was an Attitude Era kid, and everyone liked Rock Austin. I was a Jericho guy, but um, yeah, I wouldn't have had Jericho against Will Ospreay. Didn't mean to take the floor, but I just wanted to throw a piece in. But I think actually we're being a little bit hard on that one because story wise, it does actually make sense with the Dun Callis family and the way they're building that story because they're turning actually they're turning Jericho face he has to have some obstacles that he has maybe to conquer or maybe he will he'll get an ass whooping in this one but still looks okay but but still Don Callis is going like he's going with the young guys the, the old guys in AEW is the past and he's Pulling in some of the young guys like Takeshita, like Will Ospreay, and and so on, and also actually with the help of Bullet Club Gold and so on. I think actually this is going to be a quite an interesting match to see, like the style of Jericho, where he's so actually so slow. He's quite slower than Osprey, no doubt about that. But we still have the this clash could be quite interesting because we have the speed, the. Uh, the agility, the move set of Osprey. Jericho mm-hmm. has those moves. He has the lion tame. He has the walls of Jericho. He has the code breaker and so on. To slow yep. the match down, they could they could start out hot, then pull the tempo down with some of the Jericho moves, and then at the end, Will Osprey will prevail because he's he's putting the pedal to the metal and squashing, not squashing Jericho, but still could do something that'll still Jericho will look good and maybe Sammy will come into a save or something like that because of a beat down or something like that in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Osprey Osprey will look make Jericho look good. It's like, like yeah. AJ in WWE. Like anybody AJ's in in on and even Seth Rollins, like those guys just elevate their opponent. Like their opponent could just stand still for twenty minutes and they'd yeah. still look good. Do you know what I mean? Even even Cody like I haven't seen Brock Lesnar's German suplexes look as good in the last 15 years until he started suplexing Cody Rhodes. And I was like, Brock looks like a beast. So, yeah, I think I agree. I think um, it'll be an interesting clash of styles. Um, I'm not, like, again, it's one of those matches where I don't really care, but Will Ospreay in London, 90,000 people. It's going to be, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a great match. And also, Will Ospreay has made that great move recently where he's changed the IWGP US title uh, to the UK, the UK title. Yeah. So he's he's cool. he's basically the champion of Wembley going into that. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's like <laughs> like smart smart booking on on his 
uh, on his part. And it's um, it's his. It, I mean, this is this is massively his moment because because you consider like all the comparisons that he's had between you know him and him and Kenny, and is he good enough? And would he ever be good enough for like a WWE or an AEW that kind of thing? And yeah, but he's only ever done it in like Japan and the Indies and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, this this just this will go to prove that he he can hold himself. Um, yeah. It would not surprise me. If, I mean, WWE's eyes will already be on him because of Triple H, but it would yeah. not surprise me if there's a huge spotlight on him after this because you know he's we we know he can do it. We know mm-hmm. we know he's got it in him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's just. I'm just, I can't like, I can't wait for the entrance, let alone like the rest of the match. Like, um, yeah, to to watch it to watch it live and know that Tony Khan's backstage, hoping that he doesn't drop a C bomb like as soon as he comes <laughs> out. <laughs> like, he probably will. I'm I'm gonna be watching. I'm will. Try and uh, I'm gonna try and watch, uh, watch his lip syncing and just, yeah, I'm gonna try and <laughs> yeah, massively so. Oh my god! I I can't say enough good things about Will Ospreay. Honestly, I think um, he should be considered uh, with respects to like William Regal and the likes. I think he's the greatest British wrestler of all time. Um, He's not considered that maybe by some one because he's still quite active, and two, he's not had that WWE exposure. I think under WWE's banner, he's like there's no. There's no limit. There's no. There's no roof for him. The, the matches he'll put on there um, against the likes of Seth Rollins, uh, AJ Styles, Montez Ford, who I feel like should have more singles matches. But um, I agree. But still, the question still remains. He has to put to put on a show on the grandest stage that he has ever been on, and that's on Wimbledon. So let's see. The pressure is totally different here. Yeah. It's a totally different spotlight, totally different pressure on him. Now he has to show what he has, what he's made of. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. what I'm looking for. This is his moment. It doesn't get I think any crush bigger. It. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'm expecting that he will. But he has I'm to convinced. show it. I'm convinced it. it's already written into into the timeline. It's happening. He's crushing it. I'm that confident. But um, I mean, what does the computer say, Ant? Oh, what does the computer say? Um, it says quite a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over the the. I mean, it's pretty much written the whole match. Um, I'll skip. I'll skip wow. to the finish. Uh. Osprey shows incredible resilience. Jericho shows incredible strength, is basically the summary. Jericho looks frustrated but determined as he rises to his feet. He stalks Osprey, waiting for him to get up. As Osprey struggles to stand, Jericho charges forward, looking to deliver his finishing move, the Judas Effect spinning elbow strike. But Osprey sees it coming. With lightning fast reflexes, he ducks under the spinning elbow, spins around, and catches Jericho off guard with a swift and perfectly executed Oz cutter. The crowd erupts. Osprey covers. One, two, three. Will Osprey wow. goes over nice and clean. Clean? Oh, nice. wow. There's nice. no interference in any of these matches so far. No, nope. there's also. There, there is also a handshake at the end of this one. So Jericho offers his hands, they shake hands and part ways. 
I mean, I even had, I even had your man at ringside, and he didn't even interfere. Like, what's going on? <laughs> We've not had one chair shot yet either. Two matches no. in, not one chair shot. It's lacking. It's so, lacking. so Jack, for context, uh, we did the first time we did chat uh, mm -hmm. GMT predictions. Uh, we discovered that it really likes a steel chair uh, being used in matches. What was it? The pay per view? There was like five out of six matches. It was like yes. Yeah, back, backlash had <laughs> um, yeah five five chair shots chair, chair shots out of six. Um, wow. It also, it also had two instances of like the lights going out and then coming back on and somebody randomly appearing in the ring. Um, <laughs> and they had a chair. And then I think I think um, at uh, oh what was the Saudi event? Um, yeah. 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 It had um, it had several chair shots in that as well, I think. Um, wow! But it, it's clearly like it's clearly gone to rehab for these these fetishes <laughs> on just whacking people. Honestly, <laughs> it, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if ChatGPT wrote that brawl that happened at that dock mm -hmm. with the boats. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're we're slowly finding out as time goes on what kind of wrestler <laughs> ChatGPT wants to be. Yeah. We think it's trying to tell us something, and it's so, at, at, at the minute it's somewhere between New Jack and Mick Foley. Like <laughs> it's it's very ECW, very ECW. Just missing the thumbtacks. Yeah, <laughs> just missing the thumbtacks. But yes, Thumb, thumbtacks up the ass, and it's all good. Yeah. Oh my. Oh man. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that it's one. From the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, well. Um... If we get lucky, maybe the next match will. From one... Oh, my. Actually, from one hometown um, person to another, we've got Soraya uh, going up against Tony Storm, Britt Breaker. Britt Breaker? Is that what I really Britt just Breaker. said? Oh, I was going to say, when you said that, it was two Ks, right? I've lost the ability to speak now. And Hikaru Shida. <laughs> so the AEW Women's Champion uh, Championship... So why Tony Storm and Soraya? Am I saying it right? I hope I am. Uh, yep. Why are they in the same match? So there was this uh, qualifying match, and they both won their matches. Well, actually, okay. Tony didn't. She she used her rematch uh, clause. clause. Yeah. Matter of fact, and the the confusing thing for me because you asked that because I was confused, right? So it's this tournament uh, uh, to have a fatal four way for this women's championship. But why does she have to advance when she's the champion? I didn't think that made any sense. I just thought that was wild. But whatever, I don't... I, yeah, she had to qualify for it. She beat um, Anna, Anna J. Yes. Yeah. And I so just thought would, that was weird. Hmm? Was, was that for the title versus Anna J then? Would Anna J... Yeah, title, and the title was on the line. I just thought that was backwards. It's Yeah, that seems a bit like convoluted so you have a championship match but then you're also having championship qualifiers for the next championship it, it seems like it, it, this is chat gmt booking it really is <laughs> they, they, they over they overbooked themselves with this one uh they did a, a lot to do this um uh was this for the championship i don't see she dropping this championship she just she just won the championship i don't see her uh, losing it, I think that uh, so we have a what's this group name? The Outcasts in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there might be what? What do I think here? Uh, there might be some kind of tension in there because they're both in there. So, 
something might happen, something might go on, and 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 they're gonna have a fallout. They kind of cancel each other out. Britt Baker should not win the championship back. I mean, no disrespect to her. I don't think she needs to win it back. I think you just have Sheeta have a little run with it. Um, and I think this might be the, the slow build, slow burn into the outcast being separated. It's weird. My my mind went when I heard you say the word cancel, then my mind immediately went to like, imagine if Soraya had a new finish in it. It was just when you hit it, you say cancelled. That's it. How that's, great that's that close, right? That would be a fantastic name for a finish. I don't know if that was a good idea of whether that's the edibles kicking in. Uh, I'll have to listen to this one back. <laughs> when the edibles I mean, I mean, I mean Mars bars, by the way. Just as disclaimer, disclaimer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just sure. Mars bars, mm-hmm. that's all. You've been, eating those, oh, yeah. You've been eating those edible crayons again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Ralph from The Simpsons. Ralph is my spirit animal. <laughs> I'm in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knew he was the real star of this show. Who will be saying (laughs) he was? The cop was his dad. Did you ever see that theory? Oh yeah, no, I love the the father. Not not police chief Wigan. The who's the the other guy? The other guy. The other police officer um, who looks exactly like. uh, yeah, his partner. So there's one of them that looks yeah. like Ralph, and there was a theory that um, this is really oh. dark. We're going to a dark place now. So Mrs. Wiggum mm-hmm. um, <laughs> shagged what's his name, uh, and Ralph is actually the. It's one of those. There's like sick inside jokes for The Simpsons that are really subtle. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's got he's got the he's got the same hair that pokes out from underneath his hat, and he's like semi bald guy that, and he's like, okay, look, oh, overbite and stuff. Oh. Sorry to ruin the Simpsons for anybody or the Wiggum family. <laughs> I've also, I've never laughed so much in a cinema as when I went to watch the Simpsons movie and Ralph comes up in at the very beginning at the 20th Century Fox logo and sings sings like the, the music. When he comes out, he's like, da, 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 da. And I just, I lost it. I don't remember the first half hour of that film because I just, I was gone. I was absolutely gone at that. It's so funny. That's why Ralph's the secret star of the show. He is the Go Nikolai. Nikolai, sir. Who you you reckon is going to be the star of this match? Who's coming out champ? I think uh, two things, actually, for me that's uh, interesting with this one is that I think Shida has only the title uh, for a short period, actually, because uh, under the corona pandemic, she had the title where she wasn't celebrated by summer audience or spectators or something like that. And they want to give her that rub, but just for a short time, so Soraya could uh, win the belt at Wimbledon. Um, so I think actually, I think we will start as you were also saying, Jack, we might, we might, um, we might see something here, um, something interesting. I think she does not... She's just champion for a short time. I think we'll see the tension building within the outcast. Um, maybe a missed clothesline uh, kick that Washida ducks and uh, Tony Storm hits Soraya. And maybe Soraya going face. We'll see the first steps towards Soraya going face, maybe. 
because I think something will happen within the outcast with this one. We'll see Ruby at the ringside. Maybe she'll cost one of them the belt, maybe. But I think in the end, we'll see Soraya going over. We'll see some feel good moments because the okay. crowd would love that. That's interesting. And Tony Khan has proven time and time again he loves to please the crowd. He tries. He's a crowd pleaser. But maybe um, he should hand out some uh, free Pepsis next time CM Punk gets us. Imagine, free Pepsi. imagine if Wembley Stadium yeah. had a deal with Pepsi. Uh, or even oh, maybe those muffins. The muffins. Oh, yeah. Gotta do the, you gotta go with the muffins. Wasn't I mean, it, they, they look pretty slamming. Wasn't it ice cream <laughs> as well at one time? They were handing out. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. They did. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. show, CM Punk Ice Cream yes. Bars. Yeah, they did. Wow. Right. Um, let's talk Bullet Club. And no, I'm not talking about Cash Wheeler. Hey. hey. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. One second. Just one second. Don't you <laughs> dare leave out Skynet. It, it remembers this kind of shit, Luke. Like, this oh, of is, course. This is Sorry. the reason. This is the reason. Um, yeah, she she the wins clean, <laughs> basically. She the wins clean. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Soraya has uh, an armbar locked in and Sheeda rolls her over for a one, two, three. Is basically what happens there. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, he so knows how to book women. So so yeah. Chat GMT doesn't really know how to book the ladies either. Just, just just like you completely forgot to go to the answer. Honestly, you and TK <laughs> are more alike than you thought. <laughs> Is this your king? Uh, go... <laughs> So, uh, Bullet Club Gold versus the Golden Elite. Um, so, surprisingly, we've already talked about like Kenny Omega in a, in a tag match, but should be good nonetheless. Yeah, I'm I think excited be, I'd, for Omega. I'd love to see it kick off the show. Yeah, that would be a hot opener. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be a hot opener, and that's what you want to do when you have these shows is have a hot opener. Um, this match. Uh, I was just to say I'm excited, but I, I feel like the, the the ingredients that you have in this match is going to be good. They're going to deliver, and uh, oh, these predictions. Um, because <laughs> uh, it's hard. Because like you know, I'm like, well, Bullet Club Gold, right? Um, should they get the win? I I almost feel like the lead is going to win. I I I don't have no, I have no substance to feed here. You know, I can't sit here and go. Oh, this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. I just see the elite winning. I just see them going over. I just see them beating yeah. the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club, uh, to me, they come off. Um, they remind me of uh, uh, these villains in SpongeBob, Man Ray, and the Dirty Bubble, and um, that time Barnacle Boy. <laughs> they just started doing crimes for no reason. So yeah. I don't know why. I just see them like they're just the villain of the week. And I see uh, the elite going over as the strong baby faces. Yeah, probably right. It Jay Jay White. I feel like um, I thought it would be an out and out singles star by now. Uh, maybe it's a slow burn to get him. I don't know. More familiar with the like American audience, but um, when I whenever I've been pretending to watch New Japan, he's had pretty good. Um, <laughs> Pretty good matches, and, and they, they put a spotlight on him. Um, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, or maybe there's trying you know trying to get the Bullet Club stuff over. And the, it's and interesting because oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I was, I was just going to say I thought it was pretty interesting that he's in Bullet Club and there's a Bullet Club goal because he's banished from Japan. So it's like right. he's still in in the club, but he can't really go over there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it just seemed so weird that they would bring him in. Like, when they first brought him in, I said, okay, cool. And then they said, we're Bullet Club Gold. And I'm like, I thought we were trying to get away from that. And I just thought that was kind of strange. And now he's forming his own Bullet Club. And I don't know. It, it it's I'm not a big Jay White fan. I've always heard the praise. I see the talent. But I just don't see where we're going with all this stuff. Yeah. They, they feel like it feels like a parody of Bullet Club. At, at this point, um, like it, I mean, they're not a million miles away from retribution style booking. Like, if, if Vince McMahon was going to book Bullet Club, I'm pretty sure this is how we'd book it just to, <laughs> to big comedians and stroke like lose all the time. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah, I don't really, I don't really get it either. And plus, like Takeshita, like how many guys, how many times can this guy lose? Like, since he's since he's taken the step up, like, he's not, I mean. I'm just once once he turned with Callis, he should have been a beast. And I just don't like after that match he had with MJF, and it was like all heart. And do you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, this guy's going to be absolutely huge. And I know there's plenty of time and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, now I'm just like, Ugh, I can't, I can't take any of this seriously. His fantasy faction stats are terrible as well, and we all know that's it. Accurate predictor of how Tony Khan. Oh, it is. Giving. It's the most accurate. <laughs> Twenty <laughs> points all season. All season. And we started in April. Wow. Wow. Not having it. Shocking. Shocking. Shocking statistics. So, what does the computer say about this whole deal between golden lovers and golden so, elites and golden um, showers? It's it's painting a picture for a for a mega match. At one point, everyone's on the outside and everybody hits a finisher, uh, which sounds like a great <laughs> sequence. Um, <laughs> but in the final moments, chaos outside the ring draws the attention of the referee. Uh oh! Oh no! Allowing Don Callis to slip a foreign object into the hands of Jay White. He must have been hanging around with Cash Wheeler before uh, before the old <laughs> kickoff. Um, White, with a sinister grin, slides back into the ring, ready to use the weapon on an unsuspecting Kenny Omega. However, Hangman Adam Page senses the danger because apparently he's fucking Spider-Man. My my cowboy sense is tingling and he senses the danger. Springs into action, knocking the weapon out of White's hands. White stumbles backwards and Omega takes advantage of the situation. With adrenaline pumping, Omega delivers his signature one-winged angel finisher to Jay White. The crowd erupts. Omega makes the cover. One, two, three. And the Golden Elite wow. take the win. There you Ooh, go. Jay White. Dirty dog. And they had Jay White eat the pin. Jeez. Uh-huh. I, like, I like as well how it doesn't specify what it was that Don Callis slid into the ring. It was just a foreign object. So, like, it, was a foreign, it, yeah. it could be could be chopsticks. Could be, that, that's devastating. Could be a sitar. Like, could be. It could have been a mop bucket. Could have been anything. <laughs> I, I was if, more impressed. Oh, good. There you go. 
<laughs> no, I just wanted to say, because this was probably my favorite one that you've read. And I just love that uh, apparently that now we have MCU uh, Adam Page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's ready to just take uh, save all of New York. Congrats. I'm. It, uh, we said he sensed it. He sensed it. He sensed the danger. The Hangman is a new superhero. Although I don't really like the sound of that as a superhero. I won't lie. Not, not these days. I know. Definitely not. Absolutely fucking not. Um, However, (laughs) a drunk, a drunk, a drunk cowboy maybe, but not, not with that name. Not. You got to drop that name. No. Not now. Something to do with the cowboy name. When you said that, when you said like. Fucking Spider Man! I immediately started putting a comic book together in my head. So he turns around, <laughs> and when he he he, what did it say? He swipes the weapon away from Don Callis or something. Not and I imagine that the weapon out of his hand. I imagine that Batman and Robin meme where he just goes whack. <laughs> I could get behind MCU Hangman Page, not MCU Hangman Page. Cow- Cowboy Page, the Page Turner. Something like that. Page turner. And the page turner. Wow. I, I love that art. Adam Page is in the wrong business. He's got to move over. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he could have took out Thanos. Absolutely. He could have. He He'd have gone for the head. He'd have just walked oh, yeah. out of his hands. That's all he would have done. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would have just grabbed the gauntlet. He would have said, yeah, give me that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can someone please re-edit? Someone out there who makes their own movie finishes, please have Hangman just come in. <laughs> And then be like, like, um, like how it how it should have ended. Just all, all the time, it's hanging on page, knocking something out the bad guy's hand, and then just handing him a beer, and then walking off into the sunset. Oh, I like the, the, the Titanic. The Titanic. He just like rows up in a little boat, and then just like pushes the boat to the side. <laughs> and then he has that. Uh, what do you call it? The buck lock. Uh, what's that finisher he calls? What's the finisher called? Thank yep. you. Yeah, he just does it to the iceberg, and it just explodes or something like that. <laughs> I think actually we'll see this match going the total other way that you guys are saying because I think they will use this match for a build-up for a match between Takeshita and Kenny Omega at All Out maybe. So we'll probably see maybe Takeshita pinning Kenny Omega with a little help from the good Dan because he has always a role to play in it. So probably the foreign object is not that stupid an idea, actually. Brass knuckles, something like that. Mm-hmm. And Takeshita will get the pin on Kenny because they have to build up towards, towards that match eventually. So why mm-hmm. not use a very big stage like this? Kenny Omega can take a pin anytime. It doesn't yeah. matter. He, I think he will gladly take it because this would be quite good storytelling. Because this feud, they have to make Takeshita look strong. And what better way to let him pin Kenny Omega at Wimbledon? That's the good thing. Uh, that's a good point you make, Nikolai, about then some of these matches can be used to, to set, set up something else. Because uh, you do need uh, some excitement going into All Out if it's going to be a week later, right? So this could be a, a, a while an entertaining uh, stadium-worthy match could be a good prelude to the bigger stuff, you know, in a week's time. And also you could actually set up a match between Jay White and Hangman at a page as well. So you have yeah. two great possibilities here to maybe trying now to start building Jay White towards a singles from in the mm, end. Yeah. 
So mm. you should use this one wisely. You could actually benefit quite well from this match. It's always for it's sure. always worth keeping in the back of your mind as well that Bullet Club are notorious for at big events debuting a new a new member or mm. having a twist and a turn and you know a, a new leader or someone joining, someone leaving, that kind of stuff as well. So you know, do do we get that? Do we get someone debuting? Um, you know, do do we get a lights out moment or or do we get a turn even? You know, because we all know that the the Kenny Page story is gonna just go on forever. Like, you know, one minute they're friends, next minute they're not, and then when are they going to be friends again? And now they're not, and then the young books get involved and stuff. So mm-hmm. you, you never know. You never know. You know, Bullet Club Gold might grow at this event, which which I wouldn't be against because at least hopefully then it gives them something to do. It gives them a focus and a drive forward as opposed to like we were saying, Jack, like so far it's just been like SpongeBob, Batman 66 villains that just like yep. turn up and then slip on a banana peel and oh no. And that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin McAllister would have beaten bloody bullet club gold in no time if they were trying to rob his house oh he would be the he would be the leader i I think we can all say he would he would just (laughs) take over because he took listen the the boy got stuff done he got stuff done those guys (laughs) he took care of the what would he call the wet bandits which was a horrible name by the way that was that was and then the sticky bandits and then the sticky bandits i mean he gave those guys hell so yeah i think he would totally lead that uh uh the bullet club uh go to victory we could could actually see one someone turning up as you guys were saying Mm -hmm. to get another member to bullet club maybe a hometown hero like gabriel kit from uh bullet club gold over there could be a good show i mean it's a real it's a real shame that um that the villain is such a piece of shit otherwise you know it would have been the perfect time for for us to get another classic Bullet Club member, and ah, Bill you know, Goldberg, like... <laughs> Goldberg, Goldberg. <laughs> oh just... my gosh! <laughs> oh man, I think I would lose it after that. Speaking <laughs> of Goldberg in Bullet Club, holy yeah, shit! Goldberg and speaking. I mean, speak... mm-hmm. no, no, go on, go on, Jack. I, I apologize. I feel like I've been interrupting all show. No, um, not, at all. not at all. No, you good. But, uh, but yeah, but um, Bill Goldberg would literally beat a bullet because every time he does the spears, like he's he turns into a freaking bullet. So yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had always have a big beef with this guy. He's he's hurt. He's beat a lot of my guys. So like him in the Bullet Club, it almost makes sense. We're like, go get the bullet, and they just Bill Goldberg just spears the Tychotron, and then you go get know, the bullet. Yes, go he's get the, the bullet. bullet. He is yeah. the bullet. Bullet Bill. Bullet Goldberg. Bullet Bill Goldberg. They couldn't, they couldn't call him Bullet Bill Goldberg yet. Because I was going to say, Nintendo has that, and I don't think they can get away with that. But Bullet, <laughs> Bullet Bill Goldberg works. I like that. Bullet Goldberg. Nice. If, if this doesn't happen, I'm severely disappointed. I'm... <laughs> just a, I'd love it. Just a small update for you, Luke. Um, obviously, your beloved sure. Newcastle. Don't tell thing. me the score. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna you... give you a score update, but I won't. No, no, I wanna watch it. I wanna watch it. Okay. All right. I wanna watch us spank him. 
<laughs> oh. cool. You won't be respectfully. Let's move. Let, let's move on then. All right. Thank you. Whew, my heart's racing now. Oh, tell me the scores. Man. <laughs> I, do you know what? I, I thought it was Sunday as well. Um, so going back to um, actually, I want to copyright something really quick before someone steals this idea. Uh, back to uh-huh. the Macaulay Culkin stuff. Um, how has nobody done a Home Alone house match? Oh my god! <laughs> no, get Macaulay oh, yes. Culkin in. Macaulay Culkin set up a house for Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. You know when they eventually have the <laughs> rubber match after this long year-long feud that everyone's clamoring for. You get all these kind of yeah, just a Home Alone house match. It speaks for itself. It's it's already happened. It's already happened. Has it? How can you get the how can you forget the classic that was the House of Horrors match between Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt? But that's that, that's different. I'm talking actually like everything from Home Alone. Like, like they trip on little toy cars. The, the big <laughs> metal bar comes down the stairs. Whoa! There's an electrocution. Someone turns into a skeleton. Just uh, all uh, classic callbacks. Someone get it booked and pay us. That would be fantastic. That would be great. That would be great. So, <laughs> I would love that. Just, <laughs> uh, and, the, and then what's your call it gotta be the ref too Macaulay Culkin has to be the ref for that match. oh yeah, yeah. you, you oh, would have to get him in you had to get him in there yeah oh the whole the whole aim is you've got Macaulay Culkin suspended above the roof of the house and you've got a because <laughs> you've got to work your way to the top and then get Macaulay Culkin on a pole match uh, that, that's the match bro <laughs> you have to catch Macaulay Culkin that's that's yeah. Oh my God! The, yeah. the team, the team that unlocks Macaulay Culkin can then use the weapons. That's the again WCW throwback. Like brilliant. The 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 that's, cage that's that was seared. Oh. That's fantastic. Yeah. We will we will ask Chat GMT about this and get back to his later. We will book a Home Alone house match. Oh, that, that's going to be great. I can't wait to watch read the out, script. Watch yeah. out for our Instagrams. We're going to post it in the coming days. Oh my God. All right, um, from one multi-man match to another. So this also could be a good prelude to All Out. So we've got Blackpool Combat Club, um, which, oh, it's criminal that they can't come out with William Regal at this event. Um, oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Against yeah. Eddie Kingston, Lucha Bros, Orange Cassidy. Uh, best, friends. best friends. Yeah. Wow. Um, Oh, so but, uh, Blackpool Combat Club uh, supposed to be having some mystery partners if they've not been announced mm-hmm. already. No, they haven't been announced yet. No. Will they be on the night? I, I, they never said. There's been no follow-up. Uh, if it's not Wednesday, then yeah, we'll, we'll be hearing. Um, it's on Sunday, right? This pay-per-view. Can I mix yeah, up yeah, Saturday yeah. and Sunday? On Sunday, okay. Yeah. So we probably if it's we don't hear nothing by Wednesday, and I think we will. I think mm-hmm. we will by Wednesday. Um. Uh, this match right here. I, 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 I For me, sorry, Jack, just before you jump into what you think will happen. For me, because like with the whole with the whole Ibushi thing before the last event, like they, they, they obviously revealed him right before the event. For me, leave the surprises till the night. Just leave it. Yes, because exactly. You're not, okay. you're not, you're not selling okay. any more tickets. You're not selling any more tickets off the back of announcing the next three names. Like, just give us... Like in the carnage of Stadium Stampede, like 
you know, the match will probably have already started even potentially by the time these guys are coming out. But leave, leave let that crowd, let 90,000 people react to who you're bringing out. Because I, I, I expect he'll do it at, at, um, at Dynamite. Because I know, I know TK likes to do that. But oh my God, can you imagine? Can you imagine if it's a big name? Or, or even like, so again, I don't think it really fits with this match. I don't see a reason why they would. But if it's House of Black, you know, there's there's three spaces and there's three guys that aren't on the cards. And the three, like, especially Brody King in a stadium stampede match. Oh, my. Oh, I mean, if, if they announce yeah. that on Wednesday, I'm buying a ticket. I am making that trip. They're, I'm, I'm um... flying to Denmark and back because that is worth it. So House it's of Black, funny. I don't know if they're going to say this because House, uh, sorry, House of Black are um, feuding with the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're going to save that, but um, yeah, sorry, go on, Jack. What were you going to say? No, I was I was going to ask a uh, great job on that, Tony, when you was mentioning uh, uh, House of Black. Because I was going to ask you guys, who do you think are the big? Who I said big three. Who you think are the three guys, or who? Would you who would you want as the three guys to be? You call them the Blackpool Combat Club. I call them the Bloodpool Combat Club because they're always bleeding. But who do you think <laughs> would be the other three? <laughs> who would be the other three? Ooh. So it's got to be a good three-person team. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, actually, do you know what? I'm going to pick a tag and a singles. I hope the singles guy. Um, I hope this is Goldberg. I'd be fucking. Yeah, yeah, I just want Goldberg on this show, and it's it's with with a, with a black cool combat club T-shirt. The newest. Now, Bullet Bill, Bloody Bill, oh, Bloody Bloody Bill, Bloody Blackpool Bill, Bill. <laughs> Blackpool Bill in the in the MCU. We're just booking a, a Marvel movie at this we, point. We oh. are we are just rearranging the MCU. We we already got uh, Phase Six down pat, guys. <laughs> the timeline's fucked. Someone's been harping on the strings of the timeline. Oh shit! Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna pick Goldberg mm-hmm. and oh, uh, and Hugo. I'm struggling to think of a team. I okay. I really I really don't know. I mean, I, I think my my heart wants um, House of Black. Um, I mean, you, you could get guys. There's, I mean, there's there's always so there's always guys from. Um, you got the Dark Order guys, which would be an easy call in, I guess. But again, there's not much of a link there. It wouldn't surprise me if there was someone from Japan. Um, and maybe even like Ring of Honor too. Like, do we get a Zack Saber Junior? You know, mm. maybe. Yeah. Um, there was. Oh, <laughs> of course, Santana and Ortiz. Ah, yeah, proud and powerful could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, act, they're actually listed again as the tech team on the roster. So it'll be a perfect place for to elevate them again to put them into this type of match. That'd be great. And especially that they, they actually have history with the people in the match as well. So yeah. mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Anything yeah, but... makes sense in this type of match. They could well, yeah, easily true. pull out yeah. anyone. I would love to see Big Bill in it. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I love I, that I, guy. No, I'd, I'd love, I'd love to see Big Bill just on a team on his own. So it's him versus twelve or eighteen other people, however many people are in this goddamn match, 
And then <laughs> just spear after spear after jackhammer after ja- injury after injury after injury, concussions all around. Oh my god! We're well, yeah. We're... <laughs> it, do you know what? If I'm Blackpool Combat Club, um, I'm I'm just hiring bruisers. I'm seeing like the other team, Orange yeah. Cassidy. We've got best friends. Mm-hmm. Just so talk about Japan, Ishi. Get him involved because Ishi mm-hmm. and Kingston have a thing. Um, but who else? I think from what I from what I saw on Twitter the other day, I think it feels like the general consensus among the rumor mill on Twitter is um, Santana Ortiz and Shota. Shota, Umi Shota, Shota, yeah, 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 oh. yeah, because they um, have a connection with him from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he was joined them. In some kind of four way, I think, yeah, or one four. So yeah, so it, mm. it it could well be, but um, yeah, save save it for the day though. Save it for the day. Give save it for the guys coming all the way over from yeah. bloody Denmark. Mm. Let, let the lot have a surprise right. for the day. But, right. um, but yeah, like so, yeah. Ed, sorry, go on, Luke. No, I was just going to say, Anthony. Quick note: if you're going to talk about Twitter, call it X, please. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Come on, get on board. You, you should uh, properly uh, say uh, then uh, edit <laughs> point. <laughs> edit point. Yeah. Fucking hell. X gonna give it to you. Jeez. Ah, he beat me to the joke. He beat me to the bit, man. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Uh, My bet is on on the Blackfoot Combat Club winning this one. Okay. I can't see it going any other way. Yeah, I think I think Blackpool. I, I think so. One sec. I I feel like whoever's winning this, because I feel like this is leading to Moxley versus Cassidy at All Out yep. for the belt. Yeah. Whoever wins this, the opposite is going to win at All Out. I feel like. Um. So yeah, it, it could well be Blackpool Combat Club and their team, and then Cassidy goes over it all out. I think Cassidy has to lose the belt soon to put him on another path. So yeah. I could actually see a double win for Blackpool Combat Club winning this one, and Moxley oh. as well taking the belt off of Cassidy at all. A bit of BCC domination. Yeah, they have been, they have been dominant the last ever since that match that they had. What was that one? Uh, Blood and guts. After mm-hmm. that, they have just been on a kill and a, uh, a spree. Um, and I get why like Blackpool because I'm. Here's the thing with this match, right? Even though the Blackpool combat is in this match, there's three other guys in this match. Blackpool don't have to get pinned. Now it would still be like well, Blackpool lost, but if they don't get pinned, the other person on the team could get the pin. Or get pinned, still saves Blackpool. Um, so I think the baby faces go over. It's something something that just makes me go, and also too, maybe I just want to be the opposite here. That I just think the baby faces somehow come over because I do agree with you, uh, Tony. I do definitely see uh, Moxley and uh, um, Cassidy. I mean, guys just 
beats this guy up for no reason. So I definitely <laughs> see that being the thing. Like he just and also and I also agree with um I agree with you too when you was talking about um you know, Cassidy, he's held this title for so long. I know we're talking all in, and I'm just jumping to... I mean, for God's sake, we booked the MCU, so I think we could just hop all over the place here. But when mm -hmm. you think about uh, All Out, um, I do see that being the place for Cassidy to eventually drop the... I mean, he's had, uh, what did they say, 30 title defenses? I said 30 already? So, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it's, it's time. And also, to a great champ, by the way. I do want to sit here and say uh, <laughs> I've had, I have enjoyed his run. Yeah, it's been it, it has it's been a great run. It really has. And it, it, at the beginning though, it was like it was it seemed really quiet. Like all of a sudden, he was just he'd rats up all these numbers, like you're saying, and it's like holy shit, really? Right. Like he's already been he's already been doing all this work. Um, I need to give a shout out to Wrestling for Life uh, Network, who expertly had Orange Cassidy as their captain for like the last four rounds, uh, no, three or four rounds or something. Right. He's racking him up, isn't he? Smart, that is smart. Do you want to know who um, Chat GPT thinks are going to be the surprise? Oh, I absolutely do. Surprise yes. partners, and then I'll let you know who, who wins the match. Um, well, for a start, this this match uh, chaos instantly spreads across the entire venue. Teams battling in every corner, from the stands to the car parks, even in the toilets. Don't have you seen the toilets at Wembley? They are posh. They are nice toilets. Um, someone's, <laughs> someone's getting a swirly. Uh, but as as the battle rages on, the moment arrives. You're gonna love this. This is this is. I can see this happening. This is the moment arrives for the mystery partners of the Blackpool Combat Club. Tension in the air is palpable. So bear in mind, this is six on three at this point. Suddenly, <laughs> the arena's lights dim and an unfamiliar theme music blurs through the speakers. The anticipation reaches its peak as the first mystery partner steps from the shadows. Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs> the American Nightmare, Cody yes. Rhodes, back in Let's AEW, go. Storm team, <laughs> ready to make a statement, joins the Blackpool Combat Club, Goes straight after Chuck Taylor and Trent Barretta. <laughs> and then just as Cody's presence is... Of course. Of course, Vincent, <laughs> sign off on that. Um, just as Cody's presence is felt, a second unfamiliar theme cuts through the air. The crowd erupts in shock and excitement as Switchblade Jay White comes what? out what to back that? up the combat club. And then, and then, just to add... That cherry on top, an extra twist to the night. Amidst the further chaos, the final mystery partner is revealed as the cleaner, Kenny Omega. What, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, what? So they've patched things up backstage in, in the five minutes between between these matches, yeah. by the way, because we've booked yeah. them back to back here. And so they patched it up, they hooked it out and said, let's go. <laughs> let's just because we haven't put each other through fucking hell already, let's go and have ourselves a stadium stampede. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was honestly fantastic booking right here. Uh, and and shout out to John Moxley because I could see him putting this together. He made the call to yeah. one Cody Rhodes. He said, "Look, I saw what you did with Brock. You a beast. We need you back." And he said, "Okay." 
Who's the other? I'm sorry, I missed the second person. I know who the last. Oh, Jay. Oh, Jay White. Jay White. Jay White said that he's not happy about. He's not satisfied about that loss from earlier in the night. So he said, "I'm going to do double duty and team up with the Black uh, Bloodpool Combat Club, and I'm going to get some revenge <laughs> on these guys." And then the third guy, Kenny Omega. Once again, John Moxley. He real, real, real recognized real, and he said, "You know that that blood and guts match, man. You was a beast out there. You you almost killed Yuta." Because they almost killed him. And they said, we need that kind of mentality because you almost got killed and he probably going to get killed out here too. So we need the cleaner. So shout out to John Moxley for putting this uh, this Justice League of wrestlers together. I don't know how he got Cody, but he did it. <laughs> don't know also, what he did, but he did. I also love how confused... Um, I love how confused ChatGPT has got. So... Um, <laughs> It, it knew that it, it brought Kenny Omega out with a barbed wire baseball bat, which is then used in the finish. But at some point, it talks about a makeshift ring. So I don't know what happened to the original ring, but at some point, the ring's getting destroyed and there's, there's a makeshift ring. There's an orange punch to Cody Rhodes. Eddie Kingston yeah. um, and the rest of his team regroup. Managed to isolate Moxley. Everyone hits a finisher. Moxley lies dazed. Kingston and his team hoist him into onto their shoulders, and then carry him towards a designated area, which is the makeshift ring. The crowd rolls as Kingston and his team lay Moxley down in a makeshift ring, and then roll him into a massive coffin that's been set up at ringside. The lid shuts, and then they win. So. It's confused itself between the coffin match and this match. There's another coffin, basically, and John Mox is going in it. Um, but yeah, it's it's sided with you, Jack. It's saying that the, the faces are winning. So they've blown up the spot of Sting and Darby Allen, who are having a coffin match later, said, no, yeah. we, like, can we borrow that coffin, please? We're going <laughs> to use that first. <laughs> I guess this should roll into that match. We could make it roll into that match. <laughs> Okay, wow. Wow. That was Brilliant. great. Oh. Cody Rhodes finished the story. <laughs> next next match. Good grief. All right. What about the coffin match then? Coffin match. How how can we book that in after My that finish? God. Um what is the finish to the coffin match? Where was that? Um, um oh here we go. Go on, yeah. What, what will be the finish of the coffin? Coffee match. Um, and Darby Allen probably. Darby struggles to secure Strickland inside the coffin. AR Fox continues to fight against Sting's Scorpion Deathlock, but the pain becomes too much for Fox to bear as he eventually taps out, acknowledging Sting's mastery on the submission hold. With Fox's submission, Sting releases the Deathlock and turns his attention to the unfolding scene. Darby Allen with a Herculean effort. Finally manages to secure Swerve inside the coffin. The crowd roars. The lid is closed. Oh, that's it. <laughs> it just suddenly finished. Um, referee rings the bell. Match. Yeah. Yeah. Darby and Sting. That was a quick match. That was like... Gosh. it was that, that made it sound like... So Darby was putting Swerve in the ring and then like he put him in and like a leg would poke out. So he'd put the leg in then an arm would poke out. And you know, that kind of... <laughs> Classic like the struggle, of, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like all these limbs, and he's like, "Oh, I can't do it by myself, Sting." 
<laughs> so Sting pops over and helps him out. Wow. But uh, what did you guys think about the tease to uh, Joker Sting making a return? I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. I, I loved Z- uh, Joker Sting in TNA uh, back in the day. It was hilarious. He was, he was one. I, I'm a Sting guy. I like Sting. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I think it'll, yeah, it'll just, again, it's just, it's just something different. And, and for Sting, especially, like, I'm all, I'm all for it at this point. Like, the guy's got nothing left to prove. So, like, a bit, a bit of levity through AEW is no bad thing. Um, and especially with, like, Dan Housen uh, injured at the minute, you know, do it, do it. Let's have, let's see Derby struggle to get along with Joker Sting. It'll be, uh, it'll be good fun. It'll be good fun. Yeah. So, business end of the card, I guess, right? So, we've got yeah. FTR and the Young Bucks. So, uh, any more Cash Wheeler jokes? Nikolai, do you have, what, what does it say on your post-it notes? How many more do you have? Go on, get them out now. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I was actually typing that uh, my money is on <laughs> FTR because they're holding me at gunpoint. So <laughs> <laughs> You've got them in your team, haven't you? Yeah, I do. No. Uh, no, sorry, oh. you don't actually. You have. I did. You have Aussie yeah. Open. No. Oh. I do. Don't tell Cash Wheeler that Nikolai's send his back on him. Don't. Oh. Oh. Get himself a Danish pistol whip. I tell you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> then you will be crying. I will for sure. But I think FTR will go on this one. Okay. All Nikolai right. is too afraid to say Young Bucks, so he has predicted FTR. What say you, uh, Jack? I don't see the uh, the meaning of Young Bucks winning this one. Getting well, a title they're... run for what? Being EVPs. That's the yeah, gig, yeah, baby. I yeah, I know. But... <laughs> I got... um. So I don't have any jokes uh, for Cash Wheeler, um, but I do think FTR is going to uh, shoot on the Young Bucks, and uh, go to have a uh, win here. I couldn't resist. I, I, I couldn't resist. Uh, but um, but I do see FTR, and I, I totally agree. The Young Bucks, uh, they don't need they don't need it. They don't, and I don't know if necessarily FTR needs it, but I just don't feel like the Young Bucks need to win this. I think if they win, um, pretty cool tag team, fun tag team, but I think I'll roll my eyes if uh, Young Bucks win. So I, I got to go with it. FTR for the win. So eight teams have FTR in their squad, and right now they're on minus points. Uh, and only two teams have the Young Bucks, including ChatGMT. ChatGMT oh. has has the Young Bucks actually. So oh, I've just figured it out, and this is yeah. creepy. So the reason uh, ChatGMT double booked Kenny Omega and Jay Lethal is because they have both of them in their team. Like, what the fuck? Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. That's nuts. That's fucking nuts. So they have the Young Bucks as well. So obviously they're going to go over, um, presumably. I don't know. What does the computer say? The computer says, so just as Matt Jackson is about to leap off the turnbuckle, this is um, as they're going for the Meltzer driver, by the way, Cash Wheeler, FTR's other half, springs into action he cocks the pistol he doesn't it doesn't say that it doesn't say that uh, with remarkable speed wheeler 
pulls out a firearm. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. <laughs> Wheeler dashes up the turnbuckles on the opposite corner and reaches Matt just in the nick of time. He hooks Matt's leg, pulls him off the turnbuckle, causing him to crash awkwardly onto the mat. Wheeler then manages to tag in Harwood, who, despite the punishment he's endured already in this match, summons his last reserves of strength. FTR quickly execute the double tag team manoeuvre. <laughs> the Goodnight Express. Oh, ah. wrong. <laughs> a combination of a spike pile driver and a running bulldog. Okay. The, the move connects Wait, perfectly, leaving Matt Jackson stunned and vulnerable. Harwood covers Matt Jackson, hooking the leg. One, two, three. FTR retain. Bang, bang. Uh, bang, I think, bang. I, I feel like we should just put a disclaimer out there so we're not misunderstood. Uh, I personally love FTR. So any yeah. uh, all banter on this end. All good in jest. All, good fun. Yeah. Absolutely. What is life if you can't laugh at other people's misfortune? <laughs> or I, I say misfortune. Fucking stupid decision making. That's our next T-shirt, All right? I'm mocking <laughs> it over right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. That, that might not sell. Maybe in Florida. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so FTR going over. Yeah, FTR, FTR going over. CM Punk really? is is left happy that his boys have um, have beaten his bitter foes and rivals because you can't imagine that if the Bucks win the tag titles off his mates FTR, he's going to be very happy. Like, oh, I mean, although I could see the next week at Collision, FTR just pulling out some tag belts from a bag and spray painting an X on them and <laughs> insisting that they're still champions. Controversially, we are counting championship points for CM Punk's uh, real world championship. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, wow. it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's not real. It's make believe. I feel like there'd be massive controversy if we were to take that rule away. We might. We can't. We can't. Have, we can't have any drama. Fine. Although the Texas Chainsaw Belt, no, can't. No, no. no drinks. Can't do it. No drinks. It's an official title. It's that's as legit as the bloody one that Jungle Boys got. If what, what about this then? If if he defends it, if it becomes a thing, not the if it becomes a thing. How about that? All right, all right, all right. Uh, I don't know. N- not that anyone's ever going to pick Double J anyway. Like no one's putting Jeff Jarrett in their team. Actually, Jack GMT has Jay Lethal. Um, oh, weirdly enough, don't know why. Yeah, weird pick Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. Right. On to the main event. Oh. Um, main event, yeah. So main Punk and Joe will probably be on this card, right? But we, we kind of talked about it before. I don't or know. Maybe that... I, I, I wonder if they'll save it for All, all out. out. What's that? CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Oh, they didn't confirm that? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was confirmed. did last night for, for the card. Oh, it's collision, not... yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, could, could be tonight, I guess. Eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm saying the same thing as before. I think um, they'll they'll probably have a long match, but I think a Joe squash will uh, light the crowd on fire. But then again, you can't have Punk really having a sh- relatively short match. 
on such a pay-per-view. So, um, but I still think Joe will go over. No, I concur. Ah, I don't know. Oh, you switching it? You switching it? <laughs> so he's, now he's like, ah. I'm a, I'm a flip-flop. I, I'm an infamous flip-flopper. So but the WrestleMania week, I was going back and forth, Cody or Roman. Back and forth, back and yeah. forth, back and forth. And then uh, I chose Cody on the night. I put my wands down. And uh, um, yeah. Well, I mean, you put your wands down until Roman won, and then that one came right back out your pocket. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm Jimmy. I'm, yeah. massive, I'm massively gave in, Massively gave into peer pressure on the night. I'm out for a second, then I'm back in. That's the allure of the, the tribal chief. That we're, yes. we were talking about him during an AEW discussion. Um, you acknowledging your tribal chief? That's all. No, do you know what? I'm you know, no. I'm going to stick with my my other tribal chief, uh, Samoan named Joe. So yeah, uh, the second tribal yeah, stick, chief. Keep it in the bloodline. Yeah. The second yeah. tribal chief. Yes, the the real tribal Not chief. The- I, I got to stick with Joe. Um, once you told me that he's on my list, I said, Joe got to kill this guy. Uh, and not literally. I, I don't want to see that. But I'm just saying he has to beat this guy. Um, and also, too, in that last match that they had. Now, I'm not a fan of 50-50 booking. Uh, but I almost feel like uh, Joe should win. I, I think so. But then again, also, too, I picked him. So I have to go Joe. Joe has to. Like when you do the Roy Rumbles and you get number 23, you root for 23, and then it's, you know, The Miz. And you're like, I, I hope he pulls through. Shout out to The Miz, by the yeah. way. But you just know he's not. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 50-50 booking, keep it in the bedroom. That's what I say. What do you think, Nikolai? CM Punk? Well, well, I'll open a Pepsi and uh, make Aww. a toast to the Pepsi Phil? King. Going over, yes. Uh, oh, he's picking Phil. Oh, gross. He's going over. Phil is not losing at Wembley. Would it, I mean, it, this this could be an opener as well. You know, CM Punk's music opening up the show. First, yes. First UK appearance in what is it like fifteen years or something? I think long time. Yeah, and they they love Pepsi Phil in England. You know, to well, be fair, from a booking standpoint, it would be. I mean, Joe's had that belt for a long time, and it would be uh, an interesting refresh. Uh, and then just imagine the image of Punk with two belts. Like Tony Khan's trying to go full CM Punk, I feel like, long term. So, but, oh. but actually, just, yeah. I don't think it's for the belt, actually. Is it not? No, I don't. They haven't said anything about it's for the Oh, get for title for title going. Come on. Get title for title. Title for title. Oh. title, for title. And, and that's why I also think CM Punk is uh, taking this one, because it's not for the title, as I... Right. Maybe I got it wrong, but I think everything no, is fighting towards mm-hmm. the Pepsi King. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. I think, yeah, I'd, I'd say belt on the line, Joe. Yeah, no belt oh. on the line, Punk. Punk. That's smart booking right there. What does computer say? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've not. I've not put it in. I've, You've not I've put, it not in? put it in. Uh, I didn't realize it was it was going to be a thing, but I will I will ask it the question right now. It'll come up with yeah, it in like punk a second. Versus Samoa Joe. Let's go. <laughs> generating, generating, generating. Bop, 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 bop. Uh, oh, that's it. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, oh, it's even put a false finish in. 
CM Punk kicks out of the muscle buster. No. The two veterans slowly rise to their feet. They lock eyes. Joe charges forward, aiming for a powerful clothesline. CM Punk ducks under it. Joe turns round. Punk capitalizes. Go to sleep. Crowd erupts. One, two, three. CM Punk's your winner. There you have it. What a letdown. What a letdown. (laughs) Chat GMT is fired. Perfect ending to a match. (laughs) Pepsi King. The perfect ending. And then he'll open a Pepsi in the ring. Um, Product placement all the way. I got a question for the room, uh, which I asked A to the K this week because they're going to they're doing a Q and A episode. If you if you were in charge of AEW and you had the opportunity to trade CM Punk, uh, get Cody Rhodes back, what would you do? Oh, if I'm AEW and I'm trying to and I'm trying to bring Cody back. If yeah, if uh, I mean, would you? I guess Mm. what I'm trying to say is, would AEW be better off? having kept Cody and not bringing think, Punk back? I think stability-wise, they'd be better off, but financially, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think you, you swap Cody for Punk because Punk, Punk brings the receipts. Like, he, he sells, he'll sell more merch. He'll, yeah. Punk brings in the bigger numbers, I think. He, he Punk brings in the big numbers. So I, if I had to really think about this, what I, if I can bring Cody back, get rid of Punk... I agree to all that, that Punk does bring in the numbers and everything like that. But my only problem with Punk is that I feel like he, all the the backstage drama, all the things that you hear that happens that we shouldn't as fans be hearing about. And not, you don't hear that kind of stuff with Cody. Um, so if I'm a brand and I want to build around somebody, Punk brings in the number, but, uh, and you said the word stability or and hopefully I'm using this right. Uh, I don't want to. I hope I'm not failing my English teacher here. But um, I, uh, I, I would go with. Uh, I would want to bring in Cody. What do you think, Nikolai? Cody didn't work the first time. Why should he work now? All right. Nice. It's a good nice. point. Because it's two different type of crowds. So why should they now welcome Cody with open arms? I I can't see it happen. Even though. I might be a little bit biased on the CM Punk uh, situation. Um, I do not see it work. I do not see it bringing him back will do no good for AEW. I think they should keep on the path that they are going now. They're actually building some quite good talents. Yeah. And that's what yeah. working what that's what's is working way better for AEW than WWE at the mm-hmm. moment. So keep on that path. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. I can't help but think, um, I don't know, tell me what you think. Like, a lot of WWE's booking of Cody Rhodes, like, if they make Cody Rhodes the biggest guy in wrestling, you know, when he eventually topples Roman, that's a direct shot at AEW. Or it could be seen as that. Right? It, you know, could this them pushing him so hard, is it telling AEW, look what you don't have anymore, look what you missed out on, mm. sort of thing. Not to say they would do that with anyone, but, you know, Cody with the WWE machine behind him has, you know, undoubtedly worked. But yeah. Cody's situation is totally different in WWE as 
compared to AEW. So still, again, it's two uncomparable situations, if you ask me. They're both both in the right place for who they are and what they bring to the the table at the minute. Cody... Cody's the perfect poster boy for WWE, um, and and the way they're building him is like you say, is perfect. And CM Punk is forever just going to be like CM. love him, but he's always going to be CM Punk. He's always going to be this this whiny cantankerous, like just character. Got a chip that, on his shoulder. Yeah, he's going to be marmite. People love him. People hate him. But he's you know he and he's he's in the right place because he can have. You know, we can have Ring of Honor level matches. You know, all the focus or try and you'd think he'd try and keep the focus on the, the action in the ring, but he can, you know, he he doesn't have the, the tight reins of Vince McMahon. So, and, mm-hmm. and Tony Khan, I imagine, is far too terrified of him to uh, to say otherwise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. It's, no. Tony Khan said he's not going to take this fucking shit. He, he doesn't I mean, let anyone who, boss him around. I, 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 wish you had the gift. I wish you had the gift where he, then he saw stunned and he's looking around like, yeah, I said it. Like, yeah, Tony Khan. Yeah, no. Um, when the Coke kicks in. Yeah. Coke <laughs> and Pepsi. <laughs> Jesus. Um, anyway, guys, yeah. before I um, b- before I have to dart off, I, um, I wanted to reveal to you how ChatGPT thinks this whole show is going to end. So okay. before I leave you three guys with a debate on who's going to be leaving this thing, AEW champion, let's go over to Skynet. So throughout the match, MJF and Adam Cole have been pulling out all the stops. Each have had near falls, each have hit finishes. However, in the closing moments, MJF gains a slight advantage using a cunning reversal to escape Adam Cole's finishing move, the last shot. The crowd boos as MJF smirks, taking advantage of the opportunity to secure victory. He capitalizes on Cole's momentary confusion. We don't know how he's confused him. <laughs> I mean, again, we're, we're, we're bordering on some sort of supernatural MCU level shit. Um, he, <laughs> MJF rolls up. Adam Cole gets a handful of the tights and gets a one, two, three. What a, a roll up! The biggest wrestling event, the biggest voluntary attendance wrestling event, I'll add, because um, we all know North Korea beat it. Um, however, skeptical um, <laughs> about the, about how much the crowd wanted to be at that show. Um, yeah, roll up, grab the tights. The arena erupts with a mixture of booze and stunned silence. MGF has done it. He's defeated Adam Cole. He's retained the title. As MJF rises to his feet, holding the AEW Championship high, the crowd's disapproval fills the air. But suddenly, the lights in the arena dim, and the sound of intense breathing fills the speakers. Intense breathing? The crowd's anticipation reaches fever pitch as the lights suddenly burst into blinding brightness. Sparklers fill the stage. It's Bill Goldberg. You made that up. There's no the, way that that the arena, that. the arena shakes as the legendary Goldberg storms down the ramp. His intense gaze fixed on the ring. The crowd's roar mixed with shock and excitement as Goldberg slides under the bottom rope. He goes face to face with MJF. Before MJF can react, 
Goldberg launches into a spear that takes him off his feet and sends shockwaves through the arena. Goldberg's attack on MJF sends a powerful message to the AEW roster and the world. And the world. I and don't know, world. man. Build- it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know what I uh, I love that they nailed Bill Goldberg uh, to a T. There's that there was heavy breathing, like I, <laughs> just <laughs> that was just that was just him walk that was just him walking to Gorilla, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. oh, my <laughs> like oh my goodness! Him Holy shit! That's a long ramp. That is a long ramp. Did it? Uh, oh man, man alive. Bill Goldberg closes all in London. You you heard it here first, ladies and gents. If this happens now, which oh. never say never, <laughs> and there's been there's been chatter, there's been chatter about Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg versus MJF in the retirement match at All Out. Oh, what? Oh, oh, it'd be fantastic. He could just spear MJF, and then when he hit him with the jackhammer, he just goes through the ring, and that's the end of. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's all I am. You just go. He has to. He has to. Right. He has to just go through the ring, and then like you don't. You be like, oh, did, did who won the match? Because you know they went through the ring. You just see Bill Goldberg raise the belt up like this, and he just takes the belt away. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for, I'm for it. Yeah, Bill Goldberg against MJF. I want it to happen. I, I just want that to happen so much right about now. I'm gonna wish that into existence. Uh, guys. Well, while while you three debate the finish to this mm-hmm. match, I'm gonna have to duck out. But it's been right, beautiful, Jack. It's been great to meet you, Nikolai. Yeah, same here, Donnie. See you again, Luke. I mean, you know, it was it was, some, yeah, it was but... something. It was, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. All right. See you. Talk to you later. Great meeting Love you, Tony. That's beautiful. Uh, oh, we're, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we could top this. Ma- I don't know if we could top this main event now. I don't, I don't, I don't think we can. I mean, yeah. And for the sake of time, uh, I didn't want to keep yeah. you guys too late. It's got to be very late in Denmark. Um, but like, uh, let me just take the opportunity now to, to, to say thank you to you both for coming on. Thank you. We're, um, we're, thank we're, we try and say this um, every time that obviously we've all got our own, you know, podcast projects and stuff going on. We're all creating stuff and, having a great time with it so anytime that someone takes the time to engage with with our stuff whether it be the fantasy faction or like he's coming on today it's it's really humbling it's just really nice that you would you take the time to do that so thank you like it's really really appreciated um and, and thank um, you for having yeah. us on the show it's always Absolutely. a pleasure yeah yeah I'm always when you are when you reached out, um, and I was telling you before we even went on that uh, when you reached out, I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And just to get a chance to interact with other wrestling uh, content creators, and you know, we all have our, like you said, we have our own projects, we have our own thoughts. You know, you'll think this, I'll think that. You know, with wrestling, because wrestling's so subjective. So I always have a good time talking about wrestling. And uh, thank you, uh, like my man's up here said, thank you for uh, bringing us on. Yeah, and. Absolutely, can't wait to to do this again and uh, and you know Ooh. potentially meet up in future. It it, it happens, and Joe, you know, I've been really happy to hear that some people within the fantasy faction meet up at shows uh, after starting to play. Uh, you know, you and I, Nikolai, like you came over to LA for WrestleMania uh, with nice. your son, and we had a, we had a great time. Uh, yeah, a fantastic you know, tra- time. Just, 
just traveling in the car to the stadium. Yeah, we recorded an episode in the car and yeah. then in the windy in the nice. windy car park outside uh, <laughs> while I ran off to buy some beers from a guy on the side of the road. Yeah, uh, exactly. so a, a little bottle of tequila as well, wasn't it? Just a little. Just a little. little. Yeah. A little. Yeah. No, I was I was 100% sober at WrestleMania, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> 100%, right? <laughs> of course, nice. of course, just in case my mum's listening. Um, there we go. So, <laughs> Got to make no, sure, she right? Would, she wouldn't make it this far into an episode. No way, no way. Okay, um, okay let's, let me make this one short. MJF retain after match beatdown of MJF uh, with Roderick Strong, uh, Matt Saban, and Mike Bennett. Adam Cole for me. Yeah, I got uh, Adam Cole winning, and with him uh, being with uh, Roddy and uh, what's it called, the Kingdom. So yeah, I got I got Adam. Yes. Right. Um, super quick before I let you do- go, if you would indulge me real quick, uh, I feel like sure. uh, we should yes. just uh, go for some WWE stuff real quick. So I've got like a word association. Sure. Uh, game so obviously lots of stuff's been happening in WWE too, uh, and I'm sure we'll right. touch on it all another time. But just wanted to get you some thoughts on some big stuff that has been happening over that side of the pond, so to speak. So, um, so I'll read off some topics, and then if you want to give like a word or a few words, what you think about what's going on over there. Um, street profits. I'm excited on what's going on with them. Uh, real quick, I'll make it sum it up real quick. But seeing them t- team up with Bobby Lashley just makes me so interested in what the uh, what they got going on because I really enjoy yep. their stuff. So, thumbs up with that. Yeah, I'm I'm all the way with you on that one, Jack, as well because it's going to make them relevant again in the title picture because they have a new angle on who they are as a tag team. It's mm-hmm. development. The right way for street profits, no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, LA Knights push or just LA Knights? It's fantastic. It's 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 um, it's it's fantastic. I I think it could go any further than it's fantastic and it's good. Uh, it's great for him because I think you got you got a you got a future star in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have a future U.S. champ, no doubt about that. Okay, um, the Glasbros, yay or nay? So Drew <laughs> nay. McIntyre and Matt Riddle, nay, gra- nay, <laughs> it's not gonna last. I see, I see Drew turning. I just wanted to throw it out there. I see Drew turning. So I don't see it lasting. Yeah, get, get mean Drew back. Get a mean yes. heel run going again. Um, another tag team, okay. Uh, Piper Niven and uh, Chelsea Green. <laughs> I nailed it. I nailed it <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, the situ the situation with her and Sonia is unfortunate because you know she's out hurt. But I'm for this because you get Piper Nivens on TV. So I, I'm I'm for that. I think you have there's a lot of talented women who don't get a lot of TV time, and the fact that she's getting some TV time, I'm for it. And I think Chelsea's going to be able to. Piper Niven could be the, the the straight face, and Chelsea continue to do Chelsea things. I I yep. think you got something here. I'm interested in it. Um, so, I, I think yep. time will tell which way this is going, but I like the 
the mouthpiece and Piper Niven could just run over a lot of her in the women's division. She's underutilized. Like in NXT yeah. UK and on the indie scene, um, she's one of those ones that can crush it. Like she could put on a banger with Rhea Ripley. It would feel like a um, a meaty match, respectfully speaking. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, much like we, we like to... I mean, the, the appeal of Rhea Ripley is obviously she's frigging jacked. So, uh, you know, two, um, you know, an immovable force and a, oh, what's the saying? The movable object. Yeah. To bring it back to, uh, to comic book MCU again. Shit. So many parallels. So many parallels. Um, the multiverse, man. <laughs> the timeline. It's merging. Uh, okay, here's one for you. Uh, what did Nakamura whisper to Rollins? Oh, man. Um, I, I, I want to think something witty for this. Um, okay, I, I have go one. Go ahead. Be- uh, Becky was hot last night. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man. My. Yeah, that would, to- that would totally upset him. Leave the wives uh, out of this. <laughs> He, you know, no, he actually whispered in his ear. He said, Your fashion is stupid. He and that's hurtful. Those big red boots are stupid. <laughs> that's just oh, he, and he might even just said one more thing I acknowledge Roman Reign as the real oh, world heavyweight champion. That's it. One of yeah. That's one of those yeah. things. Yeah. You're a number two in Roman's world. <laughs> My favorite number two. I, I think Nakamura said, your testicle's been out this whole time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not Because Rollins, <laughs> Rollins yep. can't fix it then and there. Sorry, I to lower the tone. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> We do. We, 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 we tend to. We tend to go there. Uh, Fantastic. And, and Rollins, you know, can't fix it. Like the, the camera's looking at him, so he has to sneakily do it. He puts a look on his face, so the camera goes in on his face. People are watching mm-hmm. the face. Don't don't pay attention to what's going on down there. All right. <laughs> I'm done with the dick joke. No, that, I'm done with the dick joke. No, that made so much sense because the camera really kept it up, though. And I did hit someone in the crowd say, Oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from. Oh, shit. From. All right. Okay. From one dick joke to another. Uh, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Oh, that was a great segue. That was fantastic. Um, he's the future, man. He's the future. The, the, the heat that he gets is just something that wrestlers w- wish that they can get. I mean, um, I, I think they said this week it wasn't hitting as much like how previous, but the heat that he gets is just fantastic. So, yeah, great. Yeah, fu- future top heel all the way. Um, okay, here's one for you. So. Uh, bloodline storyline has it still got legs or is it souring? Is it souring? It, it, it's it's feel like it's taking a um, I guess sour is not still, a good word, um, yeah. No, but I get what you mean. It's not souring, it's like is it still red hot? And it's no, mm-hmm. it's not. I think when. So a few things that I was disappointed in. Uh, I didn't like Roman being pinned. I feel like when he does get pinned, it should be for those championships, but that's just my personal opinion. And 
splitting up the Usos. I don't know how I feel about that, but I tell people when I talk or think about the storyline, there's so many different arcs in this storyline. There was the rise of the bloodline, the dominance of the bloodline. They have all the gold. And then you have right now Roman, I call this Roman fighting with his family arc. So, and the family stuff, I'm like, I, I don't know if we need to split up the Usos. I don't know if we need to go that route, but I want to give it some time. But um, it's it's not as hot as it was earlier this year. I agree. Yeah. I um, think they are twisting the the storyline for the sake of a twist. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very difficult to sustain a storyline this long. The, to, the fact right. that it has is, is amazing in of itself. So, you know, as great as Paul Heyman is at coming up with stories and, and booking, it's... Um, you know, you've got to expect some lulls. It might take a back seat. I mean, True. you know, for, for a little bit, it probably should take a back seat to some other feuds just to let it cool off a little bit. But then, you know, as rumble season, mania season comes about, you can start ramping that back up again because you'll, you know, there's still stories to be finished uh, and all that. So, um, yeah, it, it'll come back. I hope it does. I hope it, you know, keeps going a bit longer because it's it's a nice constant to have. You know right, I mean? um, and you know, it sometimes a promo finishing a show uh, is really entertaining, depending on what comes out of it. Um, and uh, and Bloodline uh, kind of do really good main event promos. Um, if you catch me drift, um, absolutely do. I agree. Okay, last one, um, Edge, Adam Copeland. <sighs> I didn't get to see that match he had with Sheamus, but I heard it was good. Um, Hall of Famer, because you said words so interesting. Hall of Famer. Um, I do want to ask you guys this. I was asking some. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine. How do you feel about his second run? You know, like everyone talks about Shawn Michaels. You know, he had his first run, and then there was that second run. And for me, the second run was always the best because that's the one I'm more familiar with. But how do yeah. you guys feel about his Edge's second run? I think, um, I mean, his second run, I don't think can be compared to Michael's second run because Michael's, um, when he came back that second time, I think he was in a lot better physical condition. Um, I think he was, uh, he had an extra spring in his step and that's no shot at Edge, but Edge was a, a, you know, had a much more severe injury and was, if I'm not mistaken, you know, well, a lot older. So he had to, there's an element of him having to be careful and, and picking his spots. That being yeah. said, I've absolutely loved it. It's been, um, this isn't a word that's used in wrestling often, but it's been delightful to have like the legend back. And it's a, it was a great run. Like there was lots of entertaining stuff in there. Um, you know, a bit funky with the judgment day at the start, but like, it's been really nice. I think, having legends come back and have great runs is a really great part of what WWE does. Um, and, you know, as much as it is about the young stars and the up and coming talent, you've got to have guys like edge in there to have matches with, to cut promos with, to rub shoulders with. Um, and yeah, I've just absolutely loved having uh, him back. Cause he was already a legend um, before he came and it's just, it's, it's yeah. 
really great wholesome part of the show so um yeah i actually i think that h worked quite hard to make the second run relevant in one way or the other and i think actually he made it what can you say good delightful maybe joyful it's, he looked like he really enjoyed what he was doing again and it, he yeah. wanted to put that story to an end in one way or the other but i think he did it in a quite nice way with Seamus. so yeah so i think this is it maybe who knows but yeah the match is great by the way and he really missed, yeah really with such fun. so many near force edge kicking out of everything that Seamus threw at him was yeah on point wow yeah, it's, yeah. It, the, the story of that was, yeah, Seamus was, not to give too much away about it, but Seamus was a mountain of a man to overcome. Yeah. And, you know, everyone thinking it was and might be Edge's last match, you know, you usually go out on your back if you're like an old school legend of the business. Um, I mean, die on your shield, but ultimately, I mean, go down you know, with a loss yeah. uh, and put the yeah. other guy over. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely recommend seeing that. I think that's yeah. that's match of the week recommendation. Yeah, that's, that's uh, story, yeah. it's storytelling one on one. How you tell a great wrestling match. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. So, um, right. Gents, we've kept you yes. far too long, um, yeah. but yeah, let me say again, this is, yeah, this has been an absolute pleasure, Nikolai. Once again, uh, Jack, great to meet you. Uh, great to meet you. I'm yeah, so great to meet you. Guys. Thank you. Yeah, great meeting um, both you guys. Yeah, yeah. We hope you uh, stay in the the league and uh, continue to have fun with that. If you ever have any uh, feedback or whatever ideas about that, um, or just yeah, um, we really appreciate you being on board as it grows and develops. And we have big plans in the works for it when we get to it. But just yeah, um, yeah. Without you guys, it, it it just it makes it fun. It's nice to have a bit of friendly competition, a bit of friendly banter, and also. Um, I love it. The point I mean, of it for us. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, no, 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 don't be. No, I just want to sit here and say, anytime I could sit here and talk wrestling and then we're mixing the MCU into it, I'm not really sitting there saying, these are my peeps. I already know. Because some people, they already, they already, because some people, they talk wrestling and they're like, then they did a suplex and a, I don't go into all the movies. I sit there and say, yeah, this guy reminded me of this guy from uh, the Flash movie and it made me mad. So the fact that we were able to do all this and have a really good time doing it, I uh, truly and utterly appreciate it so much. Good. I'm glad, man. Yeah. Can't wait to talk to you again. Uh, bef before you do go, um, uh, give everyone your socials. We'll put them in the des descriptions, obviously. And, uh, uh, yeah, where can we find you? So I'm on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's not Twitter anymore, right? It's X, but uh, I am at Bad Guy Jack. Um, Sometimes I twitch on there. I play... Uh, playstation games and i get dominated because i suck at video games but um you can catch me on the big pop theory podcast um there's pretty much there's always going to be the same big pop theory podcast on all these social media sites and uh come talk wrestling with me or anything nerdy i i am for a good conversation i like to talk a lot yeah and well you have all my credentials and um Probably I won't give them out again, but still, I think we have to go international with our Facebook-based page eventually. And I'm also yeah. looking forward to uh, tell you all, guys, and show you some pictures from Rimpley, uh, 
going there. And actually, I'm going yeah. to meet up, you know, with this the guy, Keith Elliott Greenberg, again. He's coming all the way over to London, the author of um, two wrestling books. And he was also on the WWE uh, biopic about Iron Cheek as well. He's a journalist, probably one man that knows more about wrestling than anyone else in the world, I think, actually. Brilliant. Wow. Yeah. So that's a, yeah, that's a good connection that I got. Um, Yeah. He's so interesting. He's so interesting to talk to. So I'm going to meet up with him again. um, Yeah. I I heard the episode you did with him. He seems like he's very passionate, very passionate about wrestling. Yeah. Um, And he knows everything and everyone. So. Wow. Dude, well, have a great time at All In. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm well sure you'll worked. take plenty of pictures, plenty of updates. I will. Um, With yeah, try it. Give us a give us a FaceTime call when you're in there, when you're in the arena. I will. I will. I will yeah. probably do, during one, the main event or something like that when MJF enters or something like that. I'll try Brilliant. and do that. Nice. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have a great time, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. All right, and uh, I, I guess from us, uh, anyone who's made it this far, uh, if you would like to get involved in a fantasy league, a free fantasy league game, uh, just pop on our Instagram and uh, and give us a DM and you can join a fantasy faction, which uh, so far has um, just a plethora of different uh, wrestling content makers and creators. And it's, uh, it's uh, you know, this community that we put together where we uh, promote everyone, um, lift everyone up so if you'd like to be a part of that and also have some friendly competition some good people uh like jack and nikolai here then uh then don't be afraid to uh, reach out to us oh and as as you can tell i'm as bad as outros as i am at intros i'll work on it we'll see well <laughs> i think actually one thing that was a little bit um heard about that you didn't uh, call me three times champion of the Fences Faction League. Okay. Oh, that hurt uh, my feelings. Okay, yeah, everyone yeah, signed up to Fantasy Faction where you're joined by the likes of three time, three time <laughs> Fantasy Faction champion Nikolai from the Wrestler and the Nerd. We'll get you, we'll get you your first one, Jack. Big pop theory. We'll oh, yeah. There, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right, guys. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so much again. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Absolute pleasure to talk to you. Right. Always. <laughs>